but we're consistently inconsistent. <laughs> okay. I wish somebody loved me as much as you love Fruit Punch Foodie Can I Funk. edit my list? <laughs> I had a salad yesterday. Oh. It was good. That's good. Where from? I'm proud of you, Chad. Uh, from uh, Brewhouse. It's cool that after, you know, six years or whatever that you guys stuck it out, you know, you really cared about the name that much. I got to tell you, here at Sonder, what we would have done. Feels like NASA's going to have a problem with this. Uh, let's pick a new name. One of my favorite things you've ever said, Danny, is that Friday is a feeling. Yep. Oh. I, it's like vacation is a feeling. on me. If you're worried about the dirt and the grime, the germs, whatever it may be on the outside of your lime, Stay home, man. You went a little early, Danny, but but <laughs> but those that know know. I need a little bit of grease here. I don't have headphones on. So. <laughs> uh, Friday's a feeling. You know what else is a feeling? Oktoberfest. Oktoberfest. Yeah. Uh, and being with friends. Yeah. Uh, beer friends, Cincinnati beer friends, drinking Oktoberfest beer in a festival. In open air. Yeah. Those that hear the generator behind us, that's what you hear. We're like six feet away from a generator. It's <laughs> the only way we can get power out here, man. Yeah, we need a Give little bit of for this one. Don't, don't email contact us at Sonder Brewing after this one. Yeah, please, with the audio. please do not tell us you had a problem with the audio. Um, you'll be able to clean it up. It'll be fine. We'll see, yeah. Everybody's going to be listening to this and being like, what noise? Right, yeah. Yeah, that's not true. That's not true. Uh, all right, we're here with some friends. We got uh, Brendan from Northern Row. Say hey. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Uh, Mark from The Common. Hey, and we got Josh from uh, what do we say? Is it March first? Is it Fig Leaf? What is um, it? Yeah, it's a lot of stuff, but <laughs> but today I'm from Fig Leaf and uh, Woodburn. Yeah, the appropriate answer when I asked that question just would yes. have been yes. Yeah, just uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> All of the above. Right. Um, We're I'm excited, their man. Beer too. Yeah, I'm excited because uh, it's been a wild eighteen months. And it feels like every time there's, like, this new pinnacle that gets us back to some normalcy. Mm-hmm. Um, just over time, over the last, really, the last six months. And this one for me, Danny, it takes us back to 2019. Yep. In 2020, we couldn't do our festival. Yep. So here we are. We're back uh, consuming beverages. Dude, it's 1245 in the afternoon, and this thing's popping already. Yeah, it's, it's nice. Uh, we had the race this morning, which really helped. Got a lot of people out here early. Uh, I anticipate, like, the early afternoon, like, craft beer crowd start rolling in, and then we'll have the party crowd a little bit later. Yeah. Um, by the time people have listened to this, they'll say, I wonder if that actually happened. Right. But <laughs> as we talk about it today, it works. Yeah. Um, Chad Power in the house. Uh, get, get him over here. Wave him down. Um, we gotta. We should get him over here. Dude. You guys are like that was wild. You whistled, he looked. He was like, I know. Mark Lortz and Chad a, Powers have like connection. <laughs> you guys he, got he like a felt thing. me before I whistled. He knew. It's all it's about it's your a, presence. It's yeah. like Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker. Like. Dude, I'm not even kidding. For those, there are many times where Danny and I talk about wishing that we had a video podcast. That would have been a good one. That's the time, yeah. right? Literally whistled, and he looked up like. Where was where's Mark? <laughs> um, how are you guys feeling right now? Um, festivals are back. You're here representing uh, your brands, your company, um, and your, your microphone's literally going to fall in your on your. Lap. Yeah, it might. We're, test, we're testing uh, the Chad Powers in the house. Chad, uh, do we have an extra chair somewhere? 
Right we we have room. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chad Powers from Narrow Path um, just joined the show. Uh, Chad, say hey, man. Hey, man. The mic's right there. Just swing uh, it over. Swing it. You're so, so Chad, far this, away. Chad, this <laughs> is a podcast, so we speak into the microphones for podcasts. You can't hear me? You're over here? <laughs> I, I always wondered yeah, how you guys fancy. do when you, you have, like, more than four people. It's a mishmash. Here. <laughs> yeah. We this try and make it work. A lot of people else. yelling. Yeah. I know how much these mics cost, Justin. <laughs> well, uh, this is high end. We we got them for free, Chad. Oh, I agree. Okay. I I have Mike envy right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then we got Chuck. Chuck, me. say hey. Use How's the mic. Going? Well, Kelly's coming over here. And we got too. Kelly. Oh, no. Kelly from Third Eye. Come oh, on, oh, come oh, on, oh, pop oh, up. I think hello, everybody hello, in the hello, festival hello. at some point is going to come over. <laughs> they and say should. Hello. They should. Uh, yeah, this is, but this is what we we're excited about. What Danny and I wanted this podcast to be was this. We wanted uh, representation from all of you to join here and to talk about this. And um, let's just start, Josh, let's just start with you. You got the mic right here. Um, how are you feeling right now, N- not just for your brand, but being at a festival again and, and being a part of something like this? Yeah, it's um, it's been so weird going over. I mean, like, we've done, like, events here and there, but, like, being able this is the I, I was talking to the one of our volunteers at our booth earlier and I was like this is the first outdoor kind of large scale festival like I've been to um, since all all that went down I'm not, I don't even want to talk about it um, I like it you know, I like it no no we're here we're ne- we're here we're here right now um, it's awesome it's cool because I've seen so many people that I haven't seen in so long already today and I know it's just going to continue it's yep. just, I'm stoked about it yeah <clears throat> um for those that have just popped up, um, one of the things Danny always says uh, is that Friday is a feeling. Well, I'm going to add to that. Festivals are a feeling, man. Yeah. And like just, just sure. being able to be a part of this, uh, I mean, I, I'm just excited about it. Um, Mark, you, I mean, you and I are friends. We're both here in Mason. Um, to be able to have a festival like this in our community right here. Um, it, I, I would imagine it's got to be exciting for you guys oh, as well. Oh, 100%. It's, it's interesting getting... You, you like that beer? <laughs> I like drinking it from your glass better. <laughs> it's, um, I got to look over. I, my, my, I, I, I my thought if you were talking, <laughs> you probably wouldn't be as much time. I thought maybe you would be more self-conscious about actually answering the question than watching yeah, what a... I'm drinking that's yours. <laughs> that's not mine. That's fig leaf. For the, I, this is really good. Yeah, this is your beer? Good. Why, thank you. It's oh, not my beer. Glass. I didn't brew it, but... Oh. <laughs> it's your glass. But thank you. Yeah. That's always an awkward oh, question. It's, it's like glass. I say thank it's you when people compliment yeah, our beer. I was like, I just market oh. it. You know? Well, <laughs> the, the problem with me is I, with the beard, I look like a brewer. And right. Oh, you're the brew mat? No. No. <laughs> no. I, I post on Facebook. I'm the guy behind the camera. Yeah, yeah marketing guys can have beards. <laughs> what the hell, man? Yeah. Now, only brewers and owners. That's it. Unfortunately, Mark has the best beard on this podcast. That's a fact. Thank you so much. It's yeah. a fact. Although, I mean, we've all seen Kelly's beard. When Kelly Kelly's lets it go, again. Kelly would compete with what Mark's got going yeah. on right now. Oh, without a doubt. I've, I've seen it longer than that. He's being modest by trimming it back. Are yeah. we still talking about his beard? What? <laughs> Everyone's got a drink What again. beard are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> all right, so back to your question. Yeah. 100%, it's great to get back outdoors. It's, it's weird. Uh, you know, during COVID, we're all stressing out about keeping the business going. And keeping our customers happy and staying relevant, you forget how much the interaction between the brewers, the owners, the different breweries is a key part of our industry. 
Like, we are all friends in this. We are all compadres in this game that we call the brewing industry. And without having these open-air festivals, without having these events, you start to lose contact with those individuals. Um, And for me, having only been around for three years, I'm still meeting a ton of people that that I've I've known about their breweries, I've been to their breweries, and never had an opportunity to actually meet. And it's because of the fact that we were literally shut in for 18 months. Yeah, it's, it's true. It's funny. I talked to a lot of my friends, and they they asked me about this event. Like, oh, you're inviting other breweries to, like, your festival? Like, how does that help you out? And it's, it's one of those things where we're, we've been very transparent on this podcast where we can all win. Justin just dropped this goddamn mic. I, <laughs> listen, I intentionally took it off so that it doesn't drop into my lap. No, that's nice. That's yeah. actually not a bad idea. We should probably all just take the mics off. Um We've been very transparent on this podcast where we all feel like we can win. And this is the, one of the biggest emphasis of that where, you know, we can have 15 breweries here, our friends in the industry, friends that also make beer, and we can all grow oh, together. Shit. Rising we tides that, raises bro. all boats. And this is definitely a great example of that. Yeah, that's that's one of my one of my favorite things to say, right, is that rising tide. Yeah, I've certainly um, stolen that from you. Yeah, uh, and, and you're exactly right. This is one of those examples. What, what one of my favorite things about festivals is, uh, especially here where we are, uh, is there is likely a good, there is a good chance that somebody is here today who's never had beer from the Common or Narrow Path or has never been to Third Eye or doesn't even know that Northern Row is, is open and, and where they are, right? Because it's, it's oftentimes uh, not just the craft beer nerds who come to these things, right? It's just people in the community that want to be a part of a festival going on. And so my favorite thing is being able to expose people to new brands right. outside of just Sonder or maybe just Common or whatever that looks oh, like. Oh, and by the way, like people knowing about Fig Leaf, Common, Narrow Path, uh, Third Eye, Northern Row, knowing about their breweries brings them up here to this festival. All of a sudden they try our beer, they try all the other beers are here. It's a mutually beneficial thing that we're all winning, but it's way more than that. We're having a good time, we're putting on a good experience, and we're elevating a lot of really good people that are making good beer in this town. That's right. Um, Chad, well, speaking sir, of winning, yeah. U.S. Open, drop the mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cincinnati was was very well represented. Yeah. Uh, Turns pre- out we make good cool. beer in this city. Yeah. Um, we'll get to that in just a second. I, I want, I want when the mics were off, uh, Brennan and Mark were, were having a pretty good conversation. I made them stop mm-hmm. so that we could talk about it uh, with Mike. So we'll get to that in just a second. But, Chad, you guys, um, I'm excited to get you on here. Uh, you guys have something pretty cool going on down there in Loveland. Uh, we got our Lovetoberfest on right now. Is that what you're talking about? I just uh, mean uh, in uh, general, like, oh, you guys are crushing it, man. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's kind of top secret. Uh, we're, we're, but the secret, the word's getting out. So, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm one of those guys who like to, um, under promise, over deliver, fly under the radar. So I'm like totally fine with it being kind of top secret. We still, um, I, I, I kind of refuse to put a sign on the front of the building. It's kind of like a speakeasy sort of deal. Like every week the guys are like, um, seriously, dude, sign. Can we put a, put a sign on the building? Like my mom can't find... I, I tell her I work at this place and she can't find it, and I'm like, "Hey, no, I got no, news no, no, for no. you, brother. I think the secret's out. Well, all uh, right, keep keep winning medals, and the secret will be even less out. All right, all right. Well, we're 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 doing good work there. Uh, we're proud of the work that we're doing. Uh, we're working really hard, uh, but it's it's all small batch. It's small scale. So um, there's a lot of 
a lot of new work to be constantly doing. So it keeps us creatively engaged. It keeps us mentally uh, refreshed. It keeps us physically exhausted. God damn, you are good with Kelly. words. Yeah? You are good with words. Hey, can we just talk about, Chad, while I got a mic in front of your face, can we just talk about how Mark whistled and you looked up like you knew it was Mark's whistle and where is he? I, he felt, like, I told him it was like was a Darth Vader, Luke Skywalker <laughs> thing. Like, I have two I feel like, superhuman talent. One is like supersonic hearing. The other is massive grip strength. So I don't know. Like, There's a lot of... I mean, you take how that you, where you want. How, do you, how does one learn that you have super? super I don't know. It's a grip strength. Try me. Subscribe. How do you know he doesn't just you know break glass with his grip? Is that yours? Like that's how he found out. Oh, go with that. <laughs> well, Kelly started. That. So you guys have Love Toberfest on. Um, what else is Narrow Path porn today? Uh, so we got we got a bunch of really cool things on. Um, we we've got some. Uh, I, I brought. Uh, a little bit of our golden sour, so our, our mixed fermentation, long form Belgian sour. Um, I just brought one bottle of it, so if you if you guys want a sip of it, you can. You're welcome to it. Uh, but it's yeah. Uh, if only we were all together on like a podcast at a table. Where we yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> With a bunch of glasses and a bottle opener, I'm trying to figure out how this is not happening. <laughs> I left. I left it at the table. So yeah, we got our uh, uh, Loveland soon on Oktoberfest this year. Um, Oddly enough, they didn't really invite us to be a, much of a part of it. Um, so we're kind of uh, a little under the radar, even in our own backyard. So uh, we put out a, a, a mildly passive-aggressive uh, chalkboard sign uh, since it since this festival is now sponsored by uh, a very large uh, family-owned, uh, a la Walmart family-owned kind of uh brewery in germany which is great the awesome beer but uh we 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 put a kind of passive aggressive chalkboard art out there that says fresh local <laughs> loveland craft beer uh so yeah so does yeah. that so chad does that uh does that motivate you or i know you said you you kind of like being under the radar but does something like that motivate you or is that is it uh, I mean, I, I know it obviously is frustrating, and it should be, but does it motivate you to to try to not be under the radar? Or, I mean, what what is that like? Not to not be under the radar. It motivates me to be absolutely, utterly excellent and world-class for the people who are willing to do the work to come and find us. So uh, I, I, don't, I don't care, uh, you know, that, that some people don't appreciate who we are or what we're doing. Um, There's a torch going. Dude, we got open flame idea. here. Yeah, bad idea. Right near um, my. What is happening? Right near my. I'm not. This is the first yeah, time. Yeah, so I'm, 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 I'm not super motivated to. This is Saunders' stories first here. <laughs> We're doing a lot to of cater to the masses. You're going to have to hold that for like 20 minutes. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, I thought Kelly was just getting up to <laughs> yeah, be away from the flame. <laughs> no, he's just getting more beer. I appreciate that. That's the uh, common Oktoberfest. Martin. Martin. But uh, I do kind of like that speakeasy mentality. And we're going to do incredible, world-class, unbelievably difficult, hard, beautiful work for the people who are willing to come and find it. I love that, man. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. And keep it up, man. You, seriously, you guys are doing great Thanks, great man. stuff. Uh, congratulations on all your awards. Uh, speaking of awards, let's uh, – Kelly, let's get, let's get some words from you. Um, obviously, uh, so with Third Eye, um, Sharonville, a, a little over a year now. Um, I, I was just reminded of that. It feels like you guys have been around for so much longer than that because of how much you guys have just kind of become this rocket ship. 
which is super cool to see. Congratulations. Uh, recently won a GABF medal on the heels of, of U.S. Open and other things. What has it been like for you to go from where, where you were at Brink to now with Third Eye and to just be a part of this rocket ship uh, new brewery in Cincinnati? You know, it's, it's been a... It's been a lot of fun. It's, uh, you know, working on bigger equipment and doing bigger things. What I'm really looking forward to, I'm looking over at Chuck over here. He's heating up this <laughs> poker stick. And I'm, I'm hoping he does. I'm Are we branding is, one another right I've been now? Looking like, for yeah. I've been looking I'm not in for this. I'm not, I'm not on board with a branding I'm thing. I'm here for it, actually. Whatever Chucky's doing over here, I'm all in. Like so I want to be first. We're, we're about to become the Brotherhood of Ohio Breweries. Right Unbelievable! There we go. Dude, what Whoa. is happening? That's one of those. Uh, that's one of those fire poker things, man. He's caramelizing shit. Wow. He's caramelizing Dude. this stuff. So that's called a uh, beer stall. Okay. Uh, so it's uh, kind of a. Uh, a, a German technique that's the, the lore is that um, the uh, like the blacksmiths okay they would be out working in the winter and the beer would actually be too cold so they would take uh, they would whatever you call those things they, it, it, the metal that gets red hot and they'd stick it into the beer it caramelizes the sugar in the beer it releases the CO2 so it makes it this really cool like s'mores ish kind of toasted um Note, so we've been doing it kind of top secret at the brewery uh, for. Uh, you guys are wild animals, man. This yeah. is awesome. <laughs> yeah. I love uh, everything about. about yeah. <laughs> yeah, so seriously, like, if, like if you come down, we're always doing weird, I love fun, it. creative, awesome, engaging man. stuff. Uh, so, Kelly, uh, what's it? So, from your perspective, so they just did it to your beer. So, I've been How's looking it forward to this. I'm just going to call it the Floofinator. I can't say the official <laughs> word that Chad says. Do you say Floofinator? <laughs> Floofinator. I love it. But uh, if we don't call it that, and somebody doesn't name a beer that, we've done it wrong. Yeah, can we call it dibs? Hey, we, we have license to do that, right? We can name it whatever the hell we fucking want. That's to. right. The Floofinator. I love it. But my, my first impression is it it's really like a s'mores. Like it's like crystallized caramel. Yeah, dude, the foam is literally amazing. charred like a s'more. Are we heating, that, are we heating that bad boy back up yeah. over there? I want to do it now. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say, we probably shouldn't do it plastic. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that means I just need one of these dope Octoberfest mugs. Yeah, yeah I Let's might know a guy. These. You might yeah. know a guy? I yeah. might know a guy, yeah. <laughs> I want some caramelized beer. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kelly, so, so obviously... So you mentioned bigger system, being able to, um, to, to kind of take things to the next level from that perspective. Um, I'm curious to know, so at Third Eye, um, I mean, you guys are, are jamming out some, some crazy stuff. Is that all, like, your brainchild up here in, in, in the wizardly, wizardry of your head, or what's that like? You know, it was... Uh just, we've got some extra tanks, and I, I like to fill them with something a little crazy. So it's just kind of getting outside of my comfort zone. I think Brink was more classic styles, uh, which we still do a lot at Third Eye, but it was just kind of experimenting on some uh, new crazy stuff. So just kind of getting wild, letting that freak flag fly and do, do some do some crazier stuff heck yeah man and you guys are doing an awesome job at it congratulations on on everything you guys have done what what are we pouring here today 
from Third Eye? We've got our untapped potential Kolsch, and we've got our Fest beer. But uh, craziest thing, non-beer related, it's my daughter's, she's a freshman, homecoming. I get, I'm getting ready to go. I've got to go do homecoming pictures. For leaving the festival today. Coming back, of course. Okay, yeah, I'm I need love a beer that. after all this, but I'm not ready for all this. Uh, the flufinator? This, uh, yeah, this, so. <laughs> it, it's literally like they created a marshmallow out of beer on top. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I saw this uh, product, this poker, I don't know what you're going to call it, fire poker thing. And I was like, this is the dumbest idea I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it's actually really good. This is cool. Dude, it straight up tastes like a toasted marshmallow. I know. Like, I want to do this with, like, uh, KBS, Kentucky. Ooh. Oh, dude, I bet. Oh, yeah. oh my be God. Good. I'm having a hard time wrapping my mind around what's happening I'm right now. I'm still swimming in foam, so I'm waiting a minute. But No, you should drink it while the foam is there, oh, for yeah. sure. The foam is what does it for you. Or for me, at least. I don't know. <laughs> it's just me, though. All about the that's wild. I can't, I, I'm I'm still have. I mean, my mind is is just in a pretzel right now. I'm in a pretzel for sure. Uh, Brendan, you got a mic over there? Yes, sir. Um, Northern Row. He's a quiet guy. Uh, Brendan is a quiet guy. I like hey, it. Though. Hey, hey, hey! I'm I'm not quiet. <laughs> All right. What do they say about wise men? They speak when they have Ooh, something. I to like say. it. I like it. I think he's being respective of his elders. He looks yeah. like the youngest dude here. I'm surrounded by all these personalities with beards. Like I grow a. Yeah, you are the. Uh, least I don't grow a good gentleman at the I don't table. grow a good beard. I, I, don't know how, I don't know how you feel. I'm about also that. the sales guy. Yeah, that's right. If Brendan doesn't scream, I'm the sales guy at the table. I don't know what does. Yeah. And and I've been prompting our our recent hires that listen. Nobody's going to like you. Nobody <laughs> likes the sales guy. The brewer won't like you. Dude. The taproom manager won't like you. Just Yo, can get you, used uh, to it. Can okay. you split a couple uh, half barrels into some sixes for me? <laughs> yeah. Listen, I've got this great account. They want a six barrel, okay? Uh, yeah, Brendan, check inventory. We don't have any six barrels. <laughs> I know. Yeah, but I told I told him they could have a barrel. Right. We don't have a fucking barrel. It's already sold, yeah. okay? Yeah. Hey, this feels like as good a time as any uh, to let you know that uh, while we're while we've got hot mics in front of us, um, you've been texting some fellas from your company. Yeah. Uh, and you've probably been meaning to include another Justin, but I've been on those text messages. No shit. Yeah, that's true. That's a true statement. For real? Yeah, man. That's awesome. Actually, hold on. That's really funny because that's um, awesome. There's a group I fucking of, love that. Dude, there was nothing confidential, or I would have told you. Oh, we it, was, care. It, was, it was like, hey, do we have this available? And they're like, no, 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 don't have this in cans. Don't have this. And I'm just laughing. I'm like, and you're in that I, group I'm text? on the t- I'm, I'm, I'm so glad you waited for this this time to tell me that. And then the Justin on your team's like, where are these text messages? Yeah. Like, I'm not getting it. Yeah. No, there's a there's a group That's of guys amazing. that was at GABF this weekend, and they added Brian Fisher our head brewer on there and they're like oh we're at this booth like meet at this time or what he's like you know i'm not there right and then they literally no not even not even like oh sorry man they just kicked him from the chat like oh you're gone (laughs) he's like dude that's cold man (laughs) 
That's a, that's amazing. Justin. Yeah, I thought that, I, I love that. I wasn't planning to tell you on the podcast, but once we got behind mics, I'm, I'm like, glad I'm, you did. No, this was the ideal scenario, actually. I feel yeah, like. let's just expose him publicly. <laughs> let's just get this out. Like there. I said, it was nothing confidential, or we I would have told him right away. To boss. I, I get now. I just have the reputation of of bugging all the Sonder guys because <laughs> I was talking to Danny about social media. Seems like Alex is going to work out, which yeah, is happy awesome. that worked out, man. I was texting Chad the other day about Ecos. He's like, you guys are probably like, what's with this I'm happy we're northern road guy? Man. <laughs> no, man, uh, you guys are growing really fast as well, um, which seems to be a common theme in Cincinnati beer, by the way, which is awesome. Right. Um, by the way, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to interrupt my own self and talk about this beer that just got poured into this a cup delicious. by Chad Powers. This is ridiculous, dude. Thanks, man. That's our. Uh, that's a golden sour. So it was uh, in French oak red wine barrels for seven months. I was about to say, uh, they're it had about like that wine characteristic. Yeah, there are about three Britannomyces strains in there. Um, so it's all. It's it finishes pretty dry, but it's re- got a really nice body. It's it's a lovely, simple beer. You guys uh, do some good stuff in, in the uh, in in the most complimentary way ever. Uh, I love the funk yeah. in this beer, yeah, man. Yeah. It's like yeah. A, um, yeah, I, I don't like um, like aggressive barnyard horse yeah. blanket funk. I like really elegant uh, kind of yeast character. It, uh, the, some of that Britannomyces creeps into like the tropical fruity note too. You know, if, I agree. if you don't let it get super hot, sweaty, like it, it's it's righteous. It's really, really, really good. So this is a great beer for like. Uh, like if you're enjoying with food, cheese, yeah. bread, like this is this yeah, like is I, it. I, I can see perfect. this pairing really well with a charcuterie board, something like that, right? Yeah, there um, you go. It's really good. It's it's like a clean funk. I it know is. That sounds it weird, is. but it's clean. Yeah, it's uh, it's not. It, dirty. it has it has a perfect acidity for uh, to pair like like you talk about uh, the fruit characteristics, right? right? Yeah. It has a really good acidity, less of the like blue cheese minerality, yeah, yeah, and more of the citrus. Uh, funk. Which yeah, we, we haven't like. figured out what we're going to call this or do with it. Um, I'm aging some of it on some uh, sour cherries. Um, Dude, so on. yeah, it's 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 pretty lovely. I was about to say I get this like really nice like cherry characteristic from it by itself. Yeah, like the fact that you're putting it on cherries. Is, yeah, oh, sweet. Ah, can't wait. And and this is the kind of like top secret, like creative, engaging stuff that we're doing. Like I, like I just did some. Uh, we, we took our Goza, and I did a carbonic maceration of lacto-fermented peaches, uh, and it's like, it, like it was stupid. Like, I should not have done it, because, like, <laughs> wh- like, you can't make any money doing it, you know, and you have to do it at such a small scale, but it was so creatively engaging, uh, and it's just fun. Like, I don't know if we'll ever put it on draft, but, like, for friends who come in or for people who ask about it, like, yep. it's cool to be able to pull that out of the cooler, pop it on, and, and give people something that they're not used to... Uh, I, I, we had a staff meeting today, and I said, I think people who come to a small place like ours have low to moderate expectations. Mm-hmm. You know, they want to support small businesses, but they're not going to be like, oh, this is the best thing that I've ever had. There are a lot of people who walk out of here, out of our place that are like, uh, I don't know how you guys do this here. Right. Chad, you guys are in Loveland. Right. Um, we talked about Third Eye in Sharonville. You, Josh, you guys are in. I mean, I guess Everywhere. it depends which brewery you are. Yeah, you're all over now. <laughs> right. um, but I mean, to that point, right? So Fig Leaf is a little further north. March first is close to Fretboard and Blue Ash, Ash right? and then and then not far from Third Eye. Just about everywhere you go, Brendan. You know, obviously being downtown, there's a million options. Excuse me, 
But, you know, if if you're in Mason, you're five miles from 10 really good breweries. 100%. Especially right? with Warp Wing coming into town now. Yep. Yeah. Which we are all, for the public to know, excited to yeah, have absolutely. come to Mason. Here. Absolutely. Yeah, I'd love to have, yeah, a totally uh, new group of people coming into Mason. Yep. We're excited to have them. Honestly, it, it might be the geography and layout of the city. Everything's so... There's pockets of neighborhoods, so it, it almost opens up honor, opportunities for breweries to really carve out who they are. I agree. And um, it, I, I I love it. Uh, just to parrot what uh, Danny's saying here, I, I agree. There's huge diversity. And there's so much benefit to, like, you don't want to be the only good brewery in town because then no one visits your town for beer. You want to have a town that makes really good beer. That way, they come to Sonder and have a really good experience. We send them to Common afterwards. Like, hey, 100% you want, you want all some, the time. You want some good beer? Go two miles down the road. You'll get some more good beer. Yeah, I, I always have people ask me at my brewery, like, what would you feel about Warp Wing moving a half mile down the street? And I always say, my mecca of beer is Asheville, North Carolina. Yep. Yeah. I was there about tr- to make a similar statement. There are yeah. 29 breweries in five square miles, and on a Sunday afternoon, they are all They're jamming all busy. it. Yeah. Because people go, it turns it into a destination. But you yeah. know what you do, you know what you you rarely see in in all seriousness. So Asheville, I, I'm I'm on record on this podcast. Yeah. Uh, you know this, Danny. Uh, my wife and I will one day, if I ever retire, retire is a loose term for me. Uh, when I ever live somewhere ever other than here, it will be in Asheville, North Carolina, for a lot of reasons. The beer's great. It's a uh, it's a pretty hipster place, which I enjoy. I can hike. I can kayak i can do whatever i need to do it's a walkable town the yeah. food's good by the way i'm surprised four you didn't hours call me out. to the like, coast that's it, like exactly Loveland. right it's almost like, ohio. It's, it's <laughs> almost like <laughs> loveland ohio uh but you know what you rarely see in Asheville? bud light on draft damn straight and 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 that's where where i think we are close to getting at right is i mean so we have voss which is our Kolsch, uh northern row uh, uh, everyone at this table has a light beer option you um, have to and, and those light options are slowly replacing the big beer draft lines in this city. And that's where I think Cincinnati is headed. Um, there is room for great beer all over this country, including Cincinnati, which, as we've all talked about, is, in, in, in it sounds like all of our opinions, uh, if not the best top three to five beer city in the country. And... There's room. To champion that. There's room. I, and, I firmly believe it. We genuinely no. make really good beer. Well, we we talk about being spoiled, right? You talked about going. You travel a lot, dude. So I we've used... all been the guy at this table who travels to a place and goes to a brewery outside in another place and and realize that that we're spoiled here. Yeah. With really good beer. Yeah. But I always said like it's it's interesting to see like some of the like uh, out-of-state breweries coming to Cincinnati, and like they're trying to crack that Cincinnati nut. They're really good for four weeks, and they're and gone. boom, and because everybody goes back to Cincinnati beer. Like, they're like, oh, this is awesome. Like, and I don't want to call anyone out specifically, but, you know, you could name, like, probably ten of them. And, um, but they're cool for, like, you said, like a month, and then Dude, all that, of a sudden they're like, ah, I'm going back to but you, you betcha, know, or I'm going back to, you know, whatever. Like, that it high brewery matter. hits distro here in Cincinnati and it's hot for two weeks because it's you've heard about it. There's been no distro here. You taste it, and you realize that you've been drinking that quality of beer, if not better, from breweries in your own town yeah. for the so, last. So I that's it. You just said years. it. I, I'm very good friends with. Uh, 
I, I got to keep this somewhat innocuous. <laughs> a, a Midwest brewery that's rather large, and they recently started distributing to Cincinnati uh, about a year ago. And he told me that they're now contemplating pulling out of Cincinnati. And he, he directly cited to me as a brewery owner in the Midwest, not in Ohio, the reason why is because there's so much good beer in Cincinnati that Cincinnati doesn't let other breweries in and succeed because there's so much good beer here. It's and that's fun- another brewery not in Ohio, right? So this isn't it's Danny, you're talking talk about, about championing it, right? But yeah. we don't even need to because other places are seeing it. I think the bigger piece is how do we continue to get people who live in Cincinnati that are the really small minority with a really loud mouth that, that – uh, are championing it through Facebook and other places. We got to get them to realize how much good beer is in this city, right? Um, and and as we continue to do that, we continue to win. That's that's the beauty of all of this is that you know we're sitting at a table here with a bunch of different breweries, and we still see the room for all of us to keep growing. We're not here competing against each other. We're competing for the share of stomach of consumers that want really good beer. And taking that away from the regional breweries that aren't from Cincinnati, the macro breweries, like we all have room to grow, and there's a lot of really good beer here. Luckily, I hate to cut in, and but I will Hit tell. Me with it. So a lot of the people that come into my brewery ask a lot of questions around, "Hey, uh, Bud Light, do you have a Michelob, you know, and all these other things?" And I, I, I am a firm believer in our industry. The macro breweries have a place. They have a, they have a, we have a need in the industry for them to exist. So even as a Nano, Pico, whatever they're calling me now, brewery. Pico? Yeah, that's a new that's, thing. That's a I, Pico de guy. Right. It's a, apparently it's, it's less than, it's less than If you don't know a beer Pico, it's not uh, what you're doing right? it wrong. Pico Brewery Trademark. Beer. Trademark. Trademark. Yeah. You're welcome. Patent pending. Um. What is honestly? What is Pico? What are they saying that? Yeah, Pico uh, is four barrels a year. It's, <laughs> yeah, right. There's a Pico still. or less. It's like a yeah. thing, isn't it? Oh, is it is, seriously? It's like no, a tabletop I'm, brewing system. It the there is system. no there. What? It's, I think I'm the, almost certain it's a it's a hundred percent. It. He's a sales so, guy. I believe him. He's yeah, got to oh, know. Oh that. yeah, you What's don't believe an owner of a brewery, but you believe this sales brewer. You're a brewer, Justin. I'm going to need you to split a half barrel. No, but back on point, I, I truly believe there is a need for macro breweries. I mean, there is that, like as much as we love to think that we're going to be able to cover every nut of every person that wants to drink a beer. There's a need for the macro breweries, and we can all live and exist in this ecosystem. And we're gonna get our we're gonna get our fair share. They're gonna get their fair share. But if I gotta fill 18 shelves in a in a Kroger, I'm gonna go ahead and let Budweiser do that. You know, <laughs> and I'll get I'll get my shelf, and I'm gonna sell my beer, and people are gonna enjoy it. But it's all I, about expectations, right? 100. percent What are the goals? Like, what are you trying to do? Absolutely. I'll, I'll drink if I want to hydrate. I'm gonna drink a rice beer. Yeah, because plain and simple. There's a time and place for everything, right? There's a time and place for a neighborhood brewery. There's a time and place for a regional brewery. There's a time and place for the macro beer. 100%. It's all about are you more beers? Yeah, talk about that. Yeah, are you meeting beer? Are you meeting or exceeding the goals that you have? And then are you exceeding what your sales are? Because right. are you like we all have a capacity, right? Like we could sell an infinite amount of beer if we had the tanks and the distribution and the sales team. It's all about that, right? But are we hitting our distribution goals, and are we maximizing what we can do? I think there's room for growth for all of us. 
All right, so speaking of that, you wanted to get back to this conversation, so I'm going to draw you in. Okay, let's go. Speaking of the Mark's big... Mark's a pro on the pod. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> I know the flow, baby. <laughs> Mark's, Mark's auditioning to be a, a, a third co-host for Saunders. Uh, I'm in. We're gonna do, I'm, I'm in. Just, I'm going to get it on the podcast right now, because if I say it live, it'll get done, because I said it live. We're going to do a podcast at Common with Mark. Love Damn. a good time. Love it. Let's go. Yeah. Love it. All right, da- so. Danny said that. Danny also schedules our podcast. Yeah. All right. So if it doesn't get done, throw, yell at him. Don't yell at me. Yeah, okay? yeah. He didn't say Dude, when. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. It will happen. I, I left it yeah. very innocuous on purpose. In all yeah. seriousness, with all of you at the table, one thing Danny and I, and I'm not going to let you not talk about this. We'll oh, get back no, to it. Oh, no, I'm in. But, but I, Danny, and I have, Danny and I have talked about this. We're, we're, we have a lot of fun with Sonder Stories. Um, it's a good way for us to connect with a lot of our listeners. Um via our other outlets and, and, and for our, our fans of, of the beer, which are generally a crossover of fans of your beer as well. One of the things we've talked about is doing more uh, on-site podcasts and yep. more remotes. So uh, with friends of ours at the table, if that's something y'all are interested in as well. Yeah, 100%. Um, or let if you're know. listening and you, you would like that, let us know. Yeah, hit um, me up in like November. Yeah. Uh, yeah right. I'm already Fine. getting Chad back on this thing. We're going a narrow path. <laughs> yeah. If I get more of those, like, weird saisons oh, and funkyard beers. We got them, man. Let's, Let's go. Let's narrow path That, that peach Northern thing Row. is it's miraculous. Dude, within a 10-minute span, I got a beer with a with a uh, a, a torch with <laughs> a dip a into a my ram beer. Rock. No, no, that was, a, my beer. That was, that was a brand. A red, or the, red wine barrel age. Beer, like, beer ramrod. Oh, man. Yep. Yep. All because all because of the crazy dudes at Narrow Path. I mean, we we're doing we're doing it wrong. Danny. We got some weird shit going on. I mean, we had, we had a fire let's hazard at one point. All right, so let's talk about what you want all to talk right, about. Mark. So go uh, with it. So you were oh, talking about the mac- the macro breweries, right? <laughs> and the big having Danny was mentioning having the capacity, the space, and everything else. So at the beginning of the podcast, before we were recording, we were I was talking to Brett about um, the fact that Tuesday. We took our extremely large staff of four people, and my wife and I, and we did the Heritage Brewery Tour, or uh, trail down in uh, OTR, and had a phenomenal time learning all different kinds of things about the history of beer in Cincinnati, and all the different breweries that existed. Uh, To bring it back down to the people that are in this thing right now, we ended up at Northern Row, and uh, sat there for about three or four hours and got completely shmammered. Had a great time. Even we're drinking some of the distilled stuff, uh, which was awesome. But well, that's why you got shammers. Oh, one hundred percent. Coconut rum for some reason was pouring fl- freely. But uh, you mentioned earlier before we got on line about or uh, um, recording about wanting to talk about the history of brewing in Cincinnati and how at one time pre-prohibition Cincinnati was the brew capital of the United States. And I think we're getting back to that. I mean, you and I opened two weeks apart and we were 57 56 and 57 in cincinnati and now i believe we're in the 90s down in the southwest what? ohio area yeah is that a fact can anybody fact check that N- mark's been drinking can we fact check <laughs> yeah, that I cannot verify <laughs> yeah well. 90 pico breweries including <laughs> including <laughs> all the home brewers <laughs> Turns out, yeah, turns out Mark won't do that. place. ever brewed in a five-gallon system. No, yeah, I it turns think, out, guys, in southwest Ohio, we're at 392 breweries. It's crazy. And counting. <laughs> Daily. 
You just made that up. I bought a home kit. I, I bought a homebrew kit once. You're in. Danny's in, in the list. No, I think in all seriousness, I don't know what the number is. In southwest Ohio, I know we're in the upper 80s. Call the gnome. And that counts. Where's the gnome? Where's yeah, the gnome? no doubt, no doubt. Gnarly gnome knows that number. <laughs> that, that he'll tell you how many are active, uh, how many are planning, and how many are thinking about it in their mind right now. He's like a wizard. All right, so anywhere between six and ninety. No, <laughs> where, where are we at? I'm gonna go upper eighties <laughs> if you include the Dayton area. Hey, I love Southwest I love Ohio. busting your balls about this, Fuck and it. I will do it forever. Bring it on. But here's the reality: my balls were taken years ago, so <laughs> just bust away. <laughs> That's. That, I'm gonna leave that one. Me, I'm gonna leave might that want one too. Amy, I hope you're not listening. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, Daniel, send this directly to Amy. It's fine. Uh, your point remains the same. Whether the number is 70 or the number is 700, the point is, in the last three years, what has happened in Cincinnati beer is is exponential, right? Um, it's it it grew really fast. It has tapered off, um, and I think that's okay because, as we've talked, there's so much good beer here, right? Uh, now, granted, don't get me wrong. If somebody else comes, Warped Wing is coming to Mason. I welcome it. Nick and I are friends. I know John Three Heinerty in Lebanon. Well. Three in Lebanon are planned within the next two or three years. Yep. There is more beer coming. There will still be more beer coming. Um, where where I want to continue to get our industry, um, and we are we are getting better here in, in this city. Um, again, uh, we are on a audio podcast, so no video, but Paul Rendler, you the real MVP, buddy. Real Thank MVP. You. Thank you. Doing the Lord's work. I was going to um, say, like, <laughs> you guys have brought it up multiple times, but, like, you know, the, the cool thing about the brewing industry here in Cincinnati, and I'm sure it's like this everywhere. Maybe not. I don't know. But it doesn't matter if someone opens up next door. Like, it's going to help you, right? Like, when people come to March 1st or wherever, um, you know, they're like, oh, like, where should we go next? Like, okay, are you going north? Like, all right, yeah, hit up Sonder. Are you going, you know, you know, you know, fretboards right around the corner or, or uh, grainworks or whatever. Like, it's it's that rising tide raises all ships. That's yeah. the beauty and of all of this is that, like, all of a sudden Cincinnati is this beer town. If you want to drink good beer, you could spend three or four days here and still not even hit yeah. all of the good breweries in town. And well, that's the thing. I, go ahead, Josh. Oh, I was just saying, like, you know, you're on Reddit or, like, any of the Facebook groups or, or whatever, and it's, it's like everyone You're has, a Reddit guy, aren't you? I can see uh, it. I am. Yeah, yeah I can see it. I can it. be a Reddit guy I sometimes. Yeah. I can tell. Keep going. Sorry but, to interrupt. <laughs> but that's the thing is, like, people only have time to normally, if they're, you're traveling, you know, you, you know, you, you travel a lot. I travel a lot. You only have time to hit up one or two breweries, maybe four at the max if you're if you're there for business or, or whatever's going on. But, you know, Cincinnati has so much to offer. Um, and and I it's like it's this sleeper Asheville sense. Like you've brought it up before. Like it's I don't know. It's Here, the fact the that we're not on those top ten lists of beer cities in in the United States is almost offensive. It, I, <laughs> I agree. I mean? Here's the thing. I, I remember uh, it was it was 2015. It was before we had opened. We had just incorporated as an LLC. If I if I'm not mistaken. And I was seeking uh, feedback from mentors and people that, that I knew and trusted. And, and I remember somebody saying to me... Why didn't I get a phone call then? I, I, dude, I didn't meet you till like a month before you opened. And it was like, it's like two months before we opened. You should opened. have called Darth Vader over here. <laughs> he said friends and people he trusted. <laughs> uh, did his mic just go out? Yeah, it did. Sounds like... Oh, yeah, yeah. Check. You, okay. One, check, check. It's uh, on. Sure. I got it. Oh, no, we're good it now. It goes to 11. Yeah, take it to 11. Um, 
you threw me off. Yes, I threw him man. off. Fuck yeah. It takes a lot to do that. You did him. it. The, the sales guy has something to say. That's, <laughs> that's all right with everybody. Hold, hold on, me. hold on, real quick. Timing. Let me. I remember my thought. Let me finish this and then you Go. jump in. Go um, on. So I had a meeting with somebody uh, that that was a, a large brewery, and I remember him saying something to me that kind of stuck. So he took a meeting, and we're sitting in a room, and. And we're going through, and I, I was sharing basically my business plan. And obviously, you know, what's cool about all of us sitting at this table is whether slightly different or largely different, everyone at this table, all of our brands and our breweries are a very different business model. Um, everything from what Sonder is to, to Narrow Path to Northern Row to Common. Pico. To, to, <laughs> yeah. to whatever the hell I am of the to, day. To what March 1st is. Um, we are all very different business models, and all of those can coexist, right? But when you're talking about uh, the difference between here, you can't see my hands on audio, it's in the middle of my face, <laughs> to way above my head, the difference in those models is a few things that are large, and they loom, right? There's never going to be a shortage of people who are looking to have a really good beer and maybe a burger or wings or whatever, right? There's no shortage of people looking to do that. The neighborhood brewery the neighborhood bar that makes their own beer there could be thousands and thousands and thousands of those because everyone loves to feel like it's cheers right it's their own bar i'm looking at michael from nine giant right here walk right by nine giant is a great example of this michael say michael hey. albarella hey everybody hey michael nine giant is a great example of this saunders stories podcast if you can get a chair pop on brother <laughs> hey there's one right over here pop on uh, it's really, really timely that Michael walked up right here. Nine Giant is a great example of this, right? As is Narrow Path, as is The Common. There's always going to be a place for the brewery that, that is uh, the neighborhood place that makes their own beer, right? That doesn't have aspirations to be massive distribution, but they, they are their community place, Right? And there's, there's no shortage of that. It doesn't matter how big we get. There's no shortage of people looking to have their own cheers. Nine Giant is actually the closest brewery to where I live. And it's one of my favorite places to stop into. I go for dinner, get two or three really great beers next door to Outlook, and then go, or Overlook, Overlook. sorry. And then across the street to Gaslight. It's one of the best times I'll ever have. Well, we, and, and we were, ta- I was, I ran into Brandon the other night. That's by uh, Narrow Path, by yep, the way. That's Narrow Path, Lovetoberfest. Yeah. Uh, I ran into Brandon the other day, and we were talking the same thing. We, in a concentrated area of our team members, we have the most team members that live closest to, to Nine Giant. Yeah. A bunch of people live in Pleasant Ridge. I, I got to say, I do, I, there's a lot of brewers in the neighborhood. I, I gave away a few beers here and there. <laughs> so, yeah, thank you know for that. What? Chicken or the egg problem. If it was what? The, the, the brewers found the neighborhood first or the, the brewery hell, found bro? the neighborhood, then the brewers found, I'm not really sure. Uh, to, to finish my thought, and then I want Michael to talk a little bit here. Uh, to finish my thought, I remember this, this uh, particular, brewer, particular brewery owner saying to me, there's never going to be a shortage of places like that um and there and there doesn't need to be those places can can coexist forever where it starts to get really dicey and mark you and i have talked about this um when you are a large scale brewery there is only finite shelf space if your business model accounts for you to distribute beer and to maintain what you're doing by selling a lot of beer outside of your place right so as we talked about, and now we added Nine Giant, which is great. All of our business models are very different, and we can all coexist, 
and Rising Tide raises all ships, and we're all friends. It's Sondra and Friends Oktoberfest for a reason. Yeah, like not only can we coexist, we can elevate each other. That's right. Uh, where it starts to get competitive, and I don't want to be naive to this, right? Where it starts to get competitive is when you're talking, if your business model accounts for you selling to Kroger, or you being a part of being into places like Meyer and Target and all of those other places, right? And that's where that's where the really competitive landscape starts to 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 get murky and messy in doing what we're doing today, right? I love this, and we will do this every year. It's Sondra and friends, and you guys are all here because it, it, if it's not me or Danny, it's somebody in our in our on my team that is friends with somebody from your your family, and that's why we do that. But what we what we always try to keep cognizant here at Sonder is our business model is a little bit different than some other places. And so we have to maintain uh, keeping our, our business intact uh, and keeping integrity as we talk to uh, other breweries in Cincinnati and other places while also maintaining the fact that we have to sell a lot of beer outside of this place too. And that's where it gets a little weird. Mark, you talk about the need for big market beer. You're right. You're right. But in my opinion, because my model looks a hell of a lot different than yours, right? In my opinion, I'd rather somebody drink Voss than drink Bud Light. You guys aren't a Pico? Yeah. We're not a Pico. As long as you guys don't make red cream soda seltzer, we're good. <laughs> Dude, that should go on the intro of our next of our next uh, season. That's we, pretty we good. We can't make any promises, guys. Yeah, hey. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know. You know what I mean? <laughs> what, what's more, what's more, our issue is that you made a Baja Blast seltzer, and we did talk about that for yeah, a long time. That's a, yeah. that's what about a, it? We don't, it. we don't talk about unspecified taco joint on this place anymore because I gave them enough. Oh, because they didn't sponsor you. They didn't respond. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm actually a little annoyed that you didn't bring any of that with you. <laughs> it's, uh, it's actually in the bright right now. Okay. Um, so if I brought some to you, it wouldn't. Bands be, are on until would, eleven. Yeah. <laughs> October seventh. Dude, you, yeah, you can yeah, get you back got there. Time. You can Let's get a pigtail high. on the bright. Get some in a growler and get I'm, it here I probably yeah, could. before the last band is done. Yep, uh, no promises. Challenge accepted. <laughs> or we could have put a hot brand in the middle of it and maybe finished it off. For Ooh, that's you. a good point. And right. then it would have been like a caramelized Baja Blast. Now, 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 now we're talking. Now we're talking something weird shit. Narrow path would do. Did we just come up? Did we just come up with actually like? Charring a seltzer? A seltzer. I'm in. I'm in. We've got some. I can I can try it. Uh, real quick, before we get to Michael, uh, the sales guy had something to say over here. Brendan, what did you have to say? Oh, oh nothing. Just, just. <laughs> Thank no, you. No. Thank you for not saying nothing. I do, I, I do want to uh, come back to what Mark and I were talking about because it, it's fun and it does illustrate um, something that's unique to Cincinnati. So a good example is I'm reading this book about lager. So they start talking about Europe, about uh, the different malting techniques, Vienna lager, Louis Pasteur, all, all these different things, which was great. Then they make it over to North America, all right? And they start hitting on St. Louis, which is great. Tiny little mention of Cincinnati. I immediately send an email. Dude, this is awesome. Yeah. You emailed him? I Let's did. go. I haven't heard back. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Shocking. Anyway, anyway. So Mark and I were talking about the old Jackson Brewery, the loggering tunnels. These are these are uh, assets and stories to Cincinnati that even Cincinnatians don't know. That's true. Um, and it just, 
I don't know. I, I view it. I view it as an asset, and I see Cincinnati's beer community and the beer scene as kind of flying under the radar. And I think, in some ways, it's it's a good thing. But it's all these. So why do you why do you say it's a good thing? Because when people visit Cincinnati, they might come to a Reds game or a Bengals game. They're from they're from Nashville or Indianapolis or, or Asheville, in in the region, and. On the surface, Cincinnati seems like a regular old Midwest town, but as soon as you scratch the surface, you find way more character and depth than that's you good. expected. Yeah, that's good. And the, the the lagering tunnels, this might this might go a little too deep for everybody, but the lagering tunnels are a great analogy of that. These were things literally beneath the feet of Cincinnatians that we didn't know were there until 15, 20 years ago, we literally rediscovered our brewing history. Um, I don't know. I, I just think it's awesome. And uh, and you guys, by the way, at Northern Road, you guys are right down the street from that. Yeah, it, it's all right. Yeah, it's all right there. Um, so anybody listening who wants to visit Cincinnati, uh, hit up American Legacy Tours. Do the underground for sure. I cannot. Tunnel. I cannot second that enough. Yeah. Yeah. It, is awesome. So I think that's really well said. I think I think the piece that gets lost is the history, right? Um, and, and you guys play up to that a lot, right? I say play up to that. You guys do that well. Um, a lot of of traditional German style, historical styles of beer, and do them well, um, it, which makes sense. Um, it's it's uh, like I said, it's right down the street from where you are. Uh, I'm curious. As a as a sales guy, um, no, I'm not splitting a half into into three sixths for you, and no, I'm not going to add. I'm not going to adjunct up our our uh, really awesome pilsner. Okay, they want something special. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, as a sales guy, how has that been for you? Because and, and I only know from our experience, right? Because we we fortunately we have the we have the very good fortune of having somebody like Luke who does. The barrel-aged and crazy, uh, dare I say it, narrow path of crazy stuff, um, <laughs> uh, to, to Chase, who is very classically trained, uh, Dan Carey, German style, um, all, and, and they, blend, they blend very, very well, right? That's why we are able to take something like Frosted and go, you know, root beer float Frosted all the way to our Kolsch, right? Um, and I hear it a little bit from our sales guys, but from your perspective, how is that uh, doing a very traditional, trying to sell a very traditional German-style beer against uh, crazy adjuncted sure. fruited sours? No, I mean, it's a good question. I will say, so it doesn't exactly answer your question, but here's what I'll say. One thing that kind of grinds my gears, so to speak, is I don't, that's a like, nice, nice family guy reference. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Solid. I did that for you, Mark. I wish I had a nice, voluptuous beard we, like you have. But, did you just uh, say, do we have an issue here? You called me voluptuous. Your beard. Oh, oh, hey, very act nice. like, hey, hey, no, it's envy. You went from six to midnight. Is. Don't act like you didn't love it. <laughs> hey, hey. Here's, here's what I'll say, hey. Justin. Uh, yeah, I Andy, actually Andy, don't listen to this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> When it comes to classic styles, I think Kolsch is a good example. Love your guys' Kolsch. Um, Thank you. Same. Same. For a long time, I didn't. I thought I didn't like Kolsch, but it was because I didn't have a good one. 
And I think that's because a lot of breweries were brewing light styles just to appease certain guests. And if you're brewing a Kolsch just to appease certain guests, you're, you're skipping probably important ingredients. You're skipping process. That's really good, man. That's really good. You, you still have to be passionate about what you're doing, right? And, and I, I, could, I could pick out any single one of you at this table that feels like in, in a part of you, what your business is doing, you're passionate about that to the point that, that it's not just about the bottom line, right? And it is about making sure that what you're doing, you're passionate about doing it. And to your point, that's a dude, the Kolsch is a great example, right? Um, it, and, and I could parallel ours with yours, right? That is a style that Chase is incredibly passionate about. So guess what? That beer is always evolving to what we feel could be the best it could ever be. Yeah, Why? Awesome. Because Chase is really passionate about it, right? And, and you're not brewing a Kolsch. Well, what about the Bud Light drinkers? Exactly. You didn't brew the Kolsch just to appease them. That's you right. You brewed Kolsch because you like it and That's you're right. passionate about it, yep. and it's an awesome style. Yep. But the, the interesting thing about doing getting to that point, to, to your point, we do this a lot at the Common Beer Company, is we're going to start with a Pilsner, and we're going to start with a Pilsner that is completely approachable. And yep. then the next time we do it, we're going we're gonna to tweak it. And then next time. And then the next time. And by the time you get to the eighth generation, it's where we want it to be. Yep. But we've trained our customers to get to the point where they're drinking a true Pilsner. And they just, I, I had to get them there. And yeah, I think that happens good. a lot that's with, good. especially when you've got a lot of regulars. And I know Neuropath has the same thing. You're training, we need to train our customers to enjoy high quality true to style beers and i feel that as an owner of a brewery that's my responsibility that's good i, that like I need to bring them along i like it and by the way like you're you're elevated because you're you're tweaking that beer because you're you have the passion to make it better you're not just happy with where it was right like hey this is a really great beer but this tweak can make it better and this tweak makes it more approachable or more nuanced or whatever it is. Like, the thing that I'm always I, – I sit at the bar a decent amount at, after a day of work, and people will come in and, hey, I just want your lightest beer. We hand them a Voss, and they're blown away. Like, hey, I want that again. And then they walk away with the six-pack because all of a sudden you had someone who came in for a happy hour with a group of people, and they're not a craft beer drinker, but they really liked the Kolsch that you made. All of a sudden, you converted them to a craft beer drinker. They buy it wherever they're out, or they buy it on draft. That's right. You're you're all of a sudden you're showing nothing that, has ever been more marketing than what you just said. Yeah, which is I right mean, in your wheelhouse, and I appreciate that. Yeah, this, this but you're right. This no, German hat that I have on is also my marketing hat. It's, a, um, it's also too small for your giant dome. I have a big head. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, part of his tactic. Right. <laughs> it's confusing, yeah. so I'm going to keep playing I dumb until I understand it. it. There's a ability I have to understand that, though, it. right? Like you're 100 yeah, percent right. That's a pico hat. <laughs> <laughs> that was Chuck's joke. Chuck my, gets my that. Pico, Chuck yeah. Chuck pico that? hat for Chuck. a macro hat. Am I right? Yeah. I'm, I'm totally on board that I just. Uh, I'm bringing I, a macro I'm hat next week to the vernacular of this podcast. I am in. It's a Pico hat. having you on. Um, Dan, Danny, you said something that I think about a Mr. lot. Mr. Pico. I think about this a lot, and I feel like... 
So, so what? Uh, I, so I was brought in just so you could don't listen to the No, 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 we're going to get Mike, Michael, I'm, we're going to get to you. Don't go to catch up with the inside joke. We're going to get to you. We're going to get to you. If we've done anything on this podcast, all we've done is tell people what Pico means. Just the salsa. Not not in a very good way. but bring him in the loop. So apparently, so Michael, apparently Pico uh, is a now a, a definition for a very small a class. According to Mark, yes. which is a, a class. Sus- yeah. a suspect. Yeah. It's suspect. Very so, suspect. Like, so there's microbreweries, there's whatever, He's right? It now. Ma- uh, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm all over. Google. Apparently, Pico <laughs> Brewery. Alexa, what is micro. it? So according Nano. according to Mark, Pico. the common beer company is a Pico brewery. Again, a suspect source. Yeah, we, and, and what are we classifying Nano Brewery as? Is Nano See? smaller? Fair question. Or larger? <laughs> Larger than Pico, so for sure. Nano. So, oh, so, by the way, I brought oh, over nine according, giant according, to, according to they. Yeah. According yeah. to quote so unquote nine they. Fest beer, I brought that over. All right, so have oh, we sweet. had everyone's beer here at the table yes. so far? Okay, yeah. good. Yeah. Good deal. So yeah. according to sure according to them. Okay, who, the, who is this? On the interweb. Okay. A Pico brewery is smaller than a nano brewery. <laughs> the common definition of a Pico brewery is a brewery that uses a one- to three barrel system. Okay. If a Pico brewery produces beer every other day, which is considered very high output, they will produce just over 500 barrels a so year. So you're a Pico brewery. I am a Pico brewery. How big is your system? My my system is a five barrel system. Oh, no, you're not a Pico brewery. Oh. It says one to three barrels. You didn't let me finish. That's 200% of so what you're way too produce, bad, bro. If they produce just over 500 barrels no, but in a year. You didn't meet all the criteria. <laughs> I you do did, not, bro. You only met dude. 50% of the criteria. Yeah. Uh, fuck. <laughs> you're a, you're a, <laughs> seriously, you're a... You're, you're a pee I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, yeah, I'm a you're a You're a Nanco. You're a Nanco. You're a Nanco brewery. Yeah, you're, ended up you're, being a breakthrough for common brewery. Yeah, you're, you're a Nano brewery, man. So much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so you guys just so grew a lot. Is to hate on the five barrel brewery. No, no. Or right. to hate on the five barrel brewery. So let's talk about this. So much better. I am now a Nano brewery. I just I took a step up today. Congratulations, buddy. Man, I hope Amy is listening to this podcast. <laughs> Congratulations! Cheers yes, to that. cheers to that! Cheers, man! Yes. Yeah, this is we did it. Uh, so, Michael, so Nine Giant. Uh, I guess we can segue into this. Are you considered a nano? Or are you what? What? what uh, according to Mark, according to my reading of the internet, way back when, uh, <laughs> five barrel was was uh, was the mark of where you were above a nano brewery. Okay. Oh, so the, the mm. phrase that we came up with was it was a mano. Mano. Oh, I like that more. Mano. You guys are also um, the we founders all, wait, wait, of. We, we literally all just went, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's uh, um, <laughs> we were all like, cool. Yeah. Is it flamingo? What is the flamingo? Fri- what is it? Uh, the Friday, uh, the 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 Friday shirt. Um, floral fucking Friday. Floral, floral. I knew it was floral. Floral fucking. Friday. I didn't know it was floral fucking Friday. Okay. Yes. And how did that happen? I got to know. Uh, it is it is a brewing sucks tradition. Okay. Uh, brewing sucks on Instagram. Yep. Uh, we, we Elite have a follow. Of fans. If you don't follow, follow. Have a couple of fans in the brewery that, that it became a thing to you know just have a little. Hey, it's Friday. Enjoy. You know. Yep. So it, the, the, we have hip hop Fridays here. Oh. Which uh, our production team has way more power than they should over the music in this facility. Oh yeah. Uh, 
not depends only do, on what era of Hip Hop Friday it is, but yeah, it's I, a little bit of everything. It depends on who's controlling it. it Our brewers span everything from 24 years old to 45. Yeah, yeah. Can we get can we get Chaz over here? He's literally. I want his input on this. Hey, bring over whoever you want, man. Come on. <laughs> Um, just wave them down. I mean, my usual Friday playlist would start with, would usually start with a bit of MF Doom. Okay. And yeah, a bit yeah, of Wu-Tang. Yeah. Yep. And yep. then it's kind of like some mid-90s rap because okay. I'm old. On but, Fridays? Yeah. So it you guys have Hip Hop Friday as well? No, it, it, I, I'm, I no longer really brew as much anymore. So I don't, I'm not in control. That's a strong flex, Michael. I like I know, it. I, I like it. I it like what sucks. just happened. I have, I have mixed emotions about it. I have mixed emotions about it. I, I like what just happened. I like that you just flexed on all of us and you're like, yeah, um, we're doing well enough as a nano brewery yeah, that I, I am no, no longer, longer have to brew. brew. And a nano I, do, I do a lot of brewing activities. So, just like, I, I do control the playlist. It's, so. That's right. <laughs> He's the DJ. And what we wear. Yes. No. He's it's, the DJ it, now. It's the it's the physical like actual labor of brewing that is part of the fun of brewing. It's I no like, longer literally. I no longer dump bags all of the other oats into that's... our mash tub. He just dropped six beats, six beats, <laughs> or six beats. That's fine too. Six six beats. Uh, so Michael, real quick, real quick here, um, busting balls. <laughs> that's what you should name this podcast from now on. <laughs> It's what we do, Mark. Uh, so, well, so he grew for Nine Giant. Um, you guys, it's it's really interesting because for me, and actually, I don't know if you remember this. Uh, I was at your brewery for opening weekend. Um, no, I don't remember that. Uh, well, I guess it was probably the following weekend. Uh, it was it was within the first week. Okay. And I came in uh, with some with my family and some friends. I had two less kids at the time. Um, and I told you, I said, I said, hey, I'm, I'm, I have a business plan. I'm going to be starting a brewery. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's great. You, you handed me a business card. I gave my kids uh, the grilled cheese with jalapenos in it. And my <laughs> wife still to this day, still to this day, talks about how much of an idiot I was. That's good. Because I was just so excited, man. I was like, I, was like, yeah, I just met one of the owners. Um, Super cool. He said he was going to talk to me. <laughs> it's cool. I got his card. Um, so, so for me, so I legit. Was, it was We're going to do this. It was. I couldn't pronounce your last name. I was like, Michael, it started with an A. I have his email. Um, and we emailed back and forth for a little bit. You were super kind. You, cool. you offered up. I'm glad I did um, that. <laughs> <laughs> this would be really embarrassing otherwise. I mean. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you remember our first meeting. But <laughs> no, I didn't tease it. I didn't tease it. It was, it was equally as awesome. I'm uh, sure. No, it, but but so I would consider, uh, I would consider you guys still in that early phase of kind of OG Cincinnati beer. Yeah, we were kind of early on. We were kind of early. on. What's really cool about that, uh, again, similar to everyone in this table, is you guys have maintained who you are while still being able to grow, which is super cool. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Can um, I get a Nine Giant t-shirt that says, we were kind of early on? <laughs> I just wanted to say. I would also wear that shirt. I just wanted to say OG. Just flat out OG. Yes. Maybe yeah. a gold with, necklace. Like the Nine Giant logo. Yeah. And it just says OG. A big no, medallion. I feel like right kind of OG would kind be of, better. Kind yeah. of OG. We were kind of early yeah. on. It's before breweries were cool, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, I just, first of all, I wanted to say thanks for that. That's super cool. I still remember that. Awesome. Uh, and it's really cool to see, you know, into the fermentorium and some of this cool stuff you guys are doing. What I'm curious to get, uh, before we wrap up into our last segment here, what I'm curious to get from you is uh, we asked kind of all these guys here early on before you joined the show, but what is it like for you to be back at a festival right now? It's fun. 
I mean, I kind of, I kind of, uh, I don't know, nostalgia is not the right word. It's just like trying to get back to some sort of normalcy of getting back together with people and like community and like this is why we got into this industry in a lot of ways right. because like it's it's an important thing and I, I my brother is a brewer out in Colorado and I didn't I go to CBC and go visit him uh, but Colorado has a beer festival every flipping weekend throughout the entire summer and I was kind of discussing this with a guy from Masshead next to me is like that would be awesome to instill that culture we yep. Cincinnati has as a transplant, Cincinnati has here a an Oktoberfest tradition that is unlike anybody else. Second to none. Second to none. And this, it, it, year. <laughs> this year, because Muna canceled theirs, but that's fine. <laughs> we'll, we'll take that. It's second first, to Nano. It's first to none. <laughs> it's, 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 it's the one. The We're only. just going to let second to Nano go away there? And nobody's cool. going to comment on it's that? Cool. It's cool. It's, everyone just ignore. Yeah. Ignore that. Come on. <laughs> but when I, when I first moved here in the late 90s, early 2000s, I... I tried to go to all of them, and I love the German-American societies we had, that tradition of, like, just doing these things that they're tradition, and you have to do it. It's important. And that kind of became my adopted festival tradition here in Cincinnati. And it's like, I think it's great. It doesn't all have to be steeped in that. You know, it, it can be just about getting to those events. But I think, you know, it is it is kind of steeped in those things here. It's coded in Oktoberfest. It's coded in church festivals. Like, that's kind of how we gather in the summertime in Cincinnati. It'd be fun if we would take it over as brewers and do something a little bit different like this. I love it. I love it. I I agree. I completely agree. There are not, it's so, so that's actually, it's really interesting that you just brought that up, Michael, not having been a part of this entire conversation, but most of this episode and this show, we've been talking about how great the heritage and the history of beer in Cincinnati is. I'm also transplant, by the way, Um, the, the history of Cincinnati beer uh, is in, impeccable. It's it's very rich, and there aren't the festivals, and there isn't the history of beer uh, being played up like what you're talking about. So that's that's a really interesting point. Yeah, I mean, uh, we've, bring we've kind of gently approached doing that a few times. Uh, various breweries have kind of come in and tried to do their own Oktoberfests. Like I remember Listerman did one, and it's it's just having the right location and the number of people to come out and, and uh, one of the other things I've been discussing this morning is like you're starting to see the Cincinnati uh, brewing slash cultural slash nightlife scene become way more dispersed it used yes. to be yes. concentrated around downtown in very specific areas it's kind of moving the suburbs it's moving out to the periphery it's moving to these areas where people want to enjoy food and beverages where they live that's right and it's 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 a strong thing that started happening 20 years ago, but like all things in Cincinnati, it's come a little bit late to where we are. That's yeah, so. like Mark Twain famously said, right? At the end of the at the end of the world, he wants to be in Cincinnati, where everything happens 10 years later. Uh, we got 20 years backside of the curve. 20 years. <laughs> yeah. Wow, you are so well read. You're welcome, Mark Twain. You're Don't welcome. give him that much Mark credit. Twain. You're welcome. You're so uh, well read I, with internet quotes. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Uh, all right, dude, so he, he so up Mark Twain. That's that's so. Listen, I know shit. a lot of you are not uh, Saunders stories regulars, um, but we do something here uh, called "What Are You Listening To?" So, so our whole thing is uh, we love beer and music at Saunders. So our whole our logo is a vinyl record with uh, with a hop leaf in it. Um, by the way, that has been our record from the beginning, or our logo from the beginning. Just so everyone knows, um, I'm just I just want that to be said. Um, 
and we do a segment on the podcast called What Are You Listening To? I'm saying this, otherwise I would have just had Danny, had Danny hit the drop, but a lot of you don't have I'm still going to hit it for editing on. purposes. Of course. Um, so I'm going to have Danny go ahead and hit it when I point it to you. Don't hit it yet. Uh, so for the podcast, for production, post-production, it sounds cool. But just so you guys know, uh, all of you need to give me a song that you have on repeat right now that you're listening to a lot. Danny, hit it. What are you listening to? What are you listening to? Here tonight I'm wondering What are you listening to? What are you listening to? Is it a cover band or some college town bar where's nine Um, it is also awesome. I just got to say, it's awesome watching all of you guys who don't have headphones just like staring off into the distance. Like, I guess we're just awkwardly yeah. sitting in silence. So that's pretty cool. Uh, for those that I was don't. Thinking, Pico? <laughs> Na- Nano? I'm a- Micro? <laughs> Like how, how, how small just can we get? Shut the fuck <laughs> how, how, up! How small can we? Fer, Fermi, Fermi, Mark, is you the, called him over, dude. You whistled him over here, and he has just elevated this podcast to the next level. I literally, I, do, I am you. not going to join the dark side. That'll teach you. He may try, but uh, All right. Danny, you want to kick us off? What do you got going right now? Yeah, so I've been listening to Fall Down by Sam Barger. It's like a new pop punk song. Okay. Nothing too crazy. Uh, I got something really random for Go you. Go for it. Okay. Let's do you and then let's quick hit everyone. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, mine's not a new song, and I'm, <laughs> it's very random. Mm-hmm. Uh, so last weekend, I hung out with a buddy of mine who went to West Virginia University, and we were watching college football, and he was talking to me about uh, John Denver, uh, <laughs> Take Me Home, right? Great song. John Denver's uh, full of shit, man. D- dude, I expected the Rockies to be a lot rockier than this. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I, no, I'm not. <laughs> we were just out in Denver, so I kept Chad, like, we're not saying allowed that to let Chad Powers like, on this podcast. Because it was so More hazy because of the quarter. wildfires. He I was like, the, the Rockies were a whole lot rockier than this. <laughs> John Denver's full of shit, man. <laughs> Uh, I've been listening to that song. I've listened to it every day since last Saturday. What just song? Dude, you don't know? West Virginia, Take Me Home? Oh, Almost yeah, yeah. yeah. Come on. West Virginia. It's actually uh, Take Me Home Country Roads. Take Me Home Country Roads. All right. Hey, you should probably outro us with that one. Yeah, I got it. Um, I, I don't know why. It's just I heard it last Saturday because he's a West Virginia fan, and they had a big win, and so he's talking about it. And I just, uh, ever since listening to it, I'm like, man, this song just makes me feel so happy. And so I, that's what I've been on. That's what I've had on repeat all week. All right. So we sprung this on y'all. I know the Saunders stories listeners, and I know the Saunders stories not listeners. Based on this, Josh, I think you're ready. Go. I am. I, I mean, it was funny because we sat down, and I was like, "Danny, am I going to have to come up with a song?" He's like, "Of course, <laughs> of course, you're going to have to come up with a song." Um, and and I know that sometimes you give a little slack to people who aren't regulars on the podcast, yes. and you can kind of like. Give, yeah, if you don't want to like, give us a song that that you're currently listening to a yeah. lot, just give us one of your favorite. I, songs I can't. Ever. I can't think of one that's like on repeat right now. Sure. But I'm an old school like punk ska head or okay. whatever. Um, and the fact that we're at an Oktoberfest and I'm drinking copious amounts of beers, I think it's Plastic Cup Politics by Less Than Jake. Ooh. I think that okay. that's my. 
because this podcast is kind of a deep cut. It's almost a uh, it's analogy, right? It's a parallel to this podcast because we're all drink. Well, I mean, I'm drinking out of a plastic cup. Maybe not everybody, but you know, we're we're talking about Cincinnati beer, and we're at least I'm drinking out of a plastic cup, and uh, you know, Cincinnati beer, plastic cup politics. Um, you know, so like I said, old school, old school punk. Uh, old school ska, you know, anything less than Jake, Real Big Fish, Streetland Manifesto. I like it, that's, man. That's where I'm at right now. That's dope. I, I can get behind that. Uh, we're just going to go in order so everyone be prepared. Mark, you do right, the short straw so for next. Let's go. That's fine. So um, I don't have a single song that I'm listening to, but I went down to Railbirds down in uh, Lexington, Kentucky. You went to that? I did. So Chase and Haley were there. They said that uh, it was a little bit of a shit show. Shit. Like, uh, running out of water oh, and people dude. are passing out all over literally, the place. Literally, I'm, I'm walking past people that are literally emaciated because yeah. they're so dry. Yeah. They're so dehydrated. But, this um, is like a four-week-long concert or something? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. What? 100%. Like, you know how long it takes to like actually get dehydrated? I, I, let me put it this way. Let <laughs> they me put started it, like two weeks before. Yeah, let me put it this way. To get a Bud Light was mm-hmm. an hour and a half wait in a fucking 95-degree sun. Not, that's not thirst. No. That's not... <laughs> Crazy not, ass shit. Okay, but anyway, back on point, dude. Um, dude. <laughs> Chad, <laughs> Chad uh, I was told there were people that were emptying out Bud Light cans or oh, Bud yeah. Light like aluminum bottles and filling them with water because they could get that faster than water. Yeah. By they the way, even chugging them. No, no, they no. Were by, buying the beer, by the way, dumping the beer. By the way, <laughs> to get a gla- to get your water bottle Makes refilled sense. was forty five minutes long. Yeah, that's what I heard. It's uh, crazy. Uh, but anyway, all right. So, I did so get how a does that lead you to music here? So Billy Strings. Yeah. Okay. Huge shout out to him. We we actually got the chance to see him live. That dude fucking rails. So, it. so like half our team. Like amazing, it's like a Billy Strings like crazy fan base. Amazing, like that guy can play guitar. He's a young, a younger guy. He just fucking incredibly talented, crazy talented, incredibly talented. And I'm gonna back up. So I was raised on John Denver, and I literally, I literally challenge everybody in this panel to listen to his evening with John Denver and tell me you don't know at least 15 of the 24 songs on that soundtrack. And I challenge you all. If you don't hear Pico, it's called "Evening Evening with John Denver." Okay, it's a twenty-four to twenty-six song okay. live concert out in Colorado. Is it twenty-four or twenty-six songs? Jesus, mother! I mean, I just don't know. I don't. Know. I mean, it, what, see, there's a difference. I, I'm admitting I don't know that. Okay. <laughs> so I'm being human, but truly, I, I always challenge people. Yeah, if you don't know the majority of John Denver songs that were popular. Then you're not listening to music. Love it. Amazing talent. Wow. And I'm dropping the mic now. <laughs> All right. Michael, what about you? Um, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts lately, uh, but I'll, I'll, I'll harken back to maybe three or four weeks ago. It's a beautiful Saturday. Dropping my kids off at my mother-in-law's house for the day. And I'm like, I want to listen to some pavement. Okay. Wowie zowie. Okay. Rattled by the rush. Okay. At very high volume, yes. driving way too fast. Yes. That was fun. Well, that makes you drive fast. Oh, yeah. That's that's the kind of music that makes you go fast. I like it. I, I, I miss pavement. Yes. I really do. Chat, I mean, this could go anywhere. I have no idea what you're about to say. I could have almost pegged all of these. I have no idea it's what you're about to say. Start with P and end in O. <laughs> What's the tiniest band you can think of? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how obscure can I make this? 
I too listen to a lot of podcasts, so <laughs> it's probably I don't know NPR. No, 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 no. Uh, Beethoven, Sonata Number Nine, of course. <laughs> Season. Um, I I don't know. I I I. Music for me is such an emotional yep. experience that I have to be. I mean, honestly, pretty careful about how I allow it to affect me. Um, and and I kind of use it as a tool as uh, motivation, which by the way was a, a part of your past career. Yeah, right. It's true. Uh, it's not untrue. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but I have to be uh, honestly, since we've been drinking a lot of beer, like the uh, the autumn, the fall. Like I I tend to get like a little depressed in the fall, so I got to okay. be really super careful about how, uh, like. The, the things that I listen to. So I've been listening to uh, things that make me feel good, like uh, some like early Jack Johnson. Okay. Um, right. Some like banana pancakes. Or yeah. Are we talking like banana pancakes? A little mud football. Okay. Uh, you right. know. Uh, don't you also? Reggae. Do you? I know. Uh, I, re- reggae makes me feel something else. <laughs> so, um, Jack, which, don't you play? I'm not you play instruments, to. don't you? I do play instruments. Is that what you asked? <laughs> yes. Little ones, Pico Are, ones. <laughs> there it is. Tiny. He was able to do it. He was there able it to drop it in. Uh, like, like, do you play guitar? I do play guitar. Okay. Still. Okay. Barely. Uh, really? Uh, barely. Okay. Um, Ava Brothers. Uh, All right. I just love those guys. Yeah. Uh, they, really good just, music. I don't know. Our, our brewers listen to a lot of the Wood Brothers. Yeah. Um. So we hear Luckiest Man a lot. That That's like Chase's favorite song. And we know when he's controlling the music because that always plays like four or five times throughout a brew session. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can get behind that. I feel that. Cool. Chuck, what about you, brother? These oh, also will be the first words you've spoken on the entire podcast. Yeah, so been, welcome. I've been quiet over here. I just let <laughs> Chad talk about Pico. That's what we do. Just let me talk. Just it's got to be talk. a wild day working with this guy. It can be. You never really know what to expect. Yeah. We have a board where we write down the schedule. It changes. Yep. It's okay. That sounds about right. We just roll, we roll with it. Uh, I'm down with, I like jam bands. Okay. Uh, yeah, I saw you, uh, I, I saw you high-fiving Josh. Yeah, I've got a lot of, I, I roll through different styles. We had a bonding uh, I experience. I, I, I did. Could you, tell you, that. you pulled out less than Jake, and I was like, I was, wow, hell yeah. I did not expect that. Can uh, I, say, I used to rock with some some ska and some punk back can in I say, West Coast punk. Before we like, I mean, we don't really know each other. I really don't know. But you before either. we knew each other, which right now we know each other, kind yeah, of yeah, through music, maybe, right? There was one time I was at Narrow Path and you were brewing. Yeah. And you looked down. It was me and my fiance. I don't know if we were engaged at the time. And you're like, "Hey, man, can you can you uh, turn that valve down there?" And I was like, "Yeah." And, like, I always told people, I was like, yeah, I, I helped brew a narrow path beer. I was like, yeah, dude, I helped brew a narrow right. path Brendan, you've you never been more accurate than if you yeah. I'm a dude, you're a dude, she's a dude, hey, dude. we're all dudes, bro. <laughs> Josh, works at, Josh works at March 1st, Fig Leaf, and Woodburn, and brews at Yeah, dude, my favorite story about this, my favorite story about Chuck, we went in to do the uh, the oh, collaborative beer, Mister Rye, and um, so we we go over there. We got this rye malt, rye uh, malt from a local farmer. We go in there, and Chuck's standing there, and he's literally sweating. Like 
hey, full have you on ever sweating. Met we have me? hold on, hold on, four hours a day. Yeah, dude, and he's we haven't even started <laughs> brewing. I'm like, dude, are you all right? And he's like, yeah, I just got my second shot. <laughs> Wait, right after yes right before we're brewing and so like we're midday he's six hours into brewing and like he's collapsing he's collapsing i'm I'm like hey man why don't you go ahead and go home we got this (laughs) i got got this i'm not going anywhere (laughs) he seems like chuck you seem like a guy that's not giving up you're not going home out of chance you're good (laughs) it seems like it that's me uh Um, all right you got one song give us a song come uh, on all right, so one of our biggest sellers, one of our, the first medal we won a gold medal on, first beer we won a gold medal on was our coconut porter. Yeah. And, uh, which is a, a song, fantastic beer. I drank it in summer and got a second. <laughs> Thank you. And they I'm weren't, serious. they yeah. weren't Pico servings either. <laughs> but, uh, so, uh, there's a, there's a jam band, the J band. Uh, they play a lot of tropical beach style. You'll be rocking out to some bongos. Uh, but they got a song called Coconut Mornings. Okay. And that's kind of the it. song that hits every morning when I'm mashing in on that coconut water. So. I love it. Yeah. I love it. All right, Brendan. All right, bring I'm us ready. home. I recently had a baby. Oh, you recently had a baby. This will be a, a, a video cast at some point. Yes. Right, so the preface is. Well, congratulations. Thank you, sir. Sold my drum set a couple weeks ago. <laughs> I saw of my guitar. Is that a good thing? I don't know. You. He's a. What I just gathered from this was in Brendan's mind. He's like, I'm a dad now. I can't play the drums anymore. I sold my drum set. (laughs) I like a wide diversity. Kids got to sleep. You got to sell your drum set, your motorcycle. Like what what else? It's better than putting your nuts on the drum set. Am I right? You better not put your nuts on. I was watching cops. I know yes. cops doesn't start till five. <laughs> now I know you're lying. <laughs> All right, I w- I like a wide diversity of, of music styles. I mentioned reggae. Yep. Anybody who's ever worked with me in the past was oh he's going to talk about reggae. No, Chris Christopherson. Okay, Borderland, dude. Whoa, come on with it, deep, I grew, dude. Right. I grew up on Chris Christopherson. Deep. Yeah. I it's love a it. Great song. I love it. It's a great song. I'm Phenomenal. here for it. Love that. I love that also. Did Danny give us Speaking his as probably yeah, the Danny oldest. already gave us his. Okay. Speaking right. as probably the oldest motherfucker here. Deep, dude. Yeah. Hey. Going deep. How about outroing on this jam right now? This is for you, See? Mark Lortz. Goddamn right. Dude. Sounds great. Danny walked away. Uh, everybody's got to have beer in their cups. Cheers to, cheers to all of you. Someone give me some beer. Cheers, mates. <laughs> Hey, this is a lot of fun. Thank you, guys. Seriously, thank you so much. Thank you. Cincinnati! Hey, whoa, you can't cheers to an empty... Somebody give Michael a beer. You can't cheers to an empty glass. What's wrong with you? Cheers, guys. I belong.